0: Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore,
1: Hi, it's Melissa Moore. Thank you for joining me on this Sunday morning for Mile High magazine. And one of those great organizations in town that we've all heard the name of is Big Brothers Big Sisters of Colorado. Patrick Caldwell, the community engagement manager is here. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Thanks well, for Thank having you
1: me. for being here. Yeah. Tell me a little bit. How long has Big Brothers Big Sisters been here in our state?
0: Wow, that's a great question. We are starting on our 101st year, as a matter of fact. Is that Uh, right? We were started in 1917 uh, in Denver. Centennial year just wrapped up, so we're very excited to start our second century here.
1: So Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Colorado is part of the national organization Absolutely.
0: there are about uh, 250, 300 affiliates currently okay. um, across the nation. We are considered one of the large agencies due to um, you know the, the size of Denver We, we are headquartered in Inglewood, and okay. so that is our main office here and um, you know that 's where we do all of our business but we 're really um, good about going out and meeting um, particularly our families where they 're at so mm-hmm. um, you know when we 're doing intake with a particular child in the program we 'll go out to their home that 's where we find that they 're most comfortable. Right. Uh, we'll meet with them, um, you know, at, at their location.
1: So tell me a little bit. Let's kind of start with some basics, because I think a lot of us have heard of Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Colorado. I mean, obviously been around for a long time. What is the goal? What is the purpose?
0: Well, the, the purpose is to support kids. And we, um, you know, are in the business of inspiring kids to reach their fullest potential. And um, we, we believe that every child can use uh, a mentor in their life, mm-hmm. no matter what their background happens to be. Um, and so that's what we do. We connect uh, kids who are interested in the program with a caring adult, somebody who can be in their corner, somebody in addition to mm-hmm. a parent-guardian who gets them involved in our program, um, someone who can be their champion and, and really empower them to, to fulfill their potential. Um, and and it's all done um, through our support system. You know, it's professionally supported. We don't just match people and abandon them. Mm-hmm. Um, we are there with them. And so it's, it's obviously the child and their mentor, who we call Big who are who are the focus, mm-hmm. but behind the scenes, there's always a parent guardian who is um, supporting that match, and then they have a um, point person at our office who is in charge of supervising their match and providing them with support over the course of their their friendship.
1: And so, when you're talking about the support, what are you talking about? Because I can see where someone maybe is interested in getting involved. They're like, yeah, I'd love to be a mentor. I don't know what
0: to do. Sure, absolutely, we get that a lot. I would um, say I'd that, be
1: like I don't know where to start. How do I right. do this?
0: We have a lot of young mentors, mentors who are just kind of starting out, um, you know, uh, in their careers and getting their their lives going, mm-hmm. and so they want to do this, but they they may not have had a lot of experience working with kids or or think that it's you know a lot of uh, uh you know uh you know work that that's going to go into it. But but what's really nice is um, if matched in our program, they will have um, a support person, um, you know, on our staff who is there to check in with them at least on a, on a once a month basis um, to to guide them mm-hmm. and to coach them and to troubleshoot if necessary but then what's really great is they're also there to um, you know encourage them and celebrate all the the good things that are happening too
1: you oh know, that's wonderful our matches
0: it's like any other relationship mm-hmm. there's going to be highs there's going to be some some challenges here and there but our mentors have that support the kids have that same support mm-hmm. um, we're just a phone call away
1: So when you're talking about a match, um, you're talking about like you do an intake for the big brother or big sister. That's right. You do an intake for the child. Correct. Um, How do you come up with that match?
0: Oh, that's a wonderful question. Uh, (laughs) There is a lot that goes into that.
1: I would think so. Yeah, And
0: it's never decided just by one person. Uh, We have a whole team of folks at the office who are looking at things um, like personality, personality. interests and activities that Mm -hmm. that everybody is um, kind of uh, expressed during their intake. Um, We're looking at life history and and whether or not the two people, the big and the little can can really relate to one another um, on that level. And we're also looking um, a lot of times at geography. You know, we are we are hoping to match people as close as possible to one another. It helps, you know, maintain those those matches over a long period of time. Um, So that's another thing that Mm -hmm. goes into it. And then I would say, lastly, one of the, the main things that we look at is um, what you know, the parent guardian and the child are hoping to get out of that experience. Does it align with what the volunteer Is bringing to this experience as well.
1: Right. All big questions that yeah, you want to make sure it is a good fit, a good match. How involved is the parent and the guardian of the child?
0: Oh, great question as well. Very much so. Um, I like to think of the parent guardian as like the gatekeeper to the match. We need them um, to um, basically sign off on every activity that our matches are taking part in. So they have veto power over anything. Um, If they don't want their child doing a particular activity, all they have to do is say so. Um, They are there to monitor the match as well because child safety is our number one priority and they're the one who sees their child the most. Um, So we we basically uh, deputize them to check in with their child after each and every activity to make sure that um, they know what's going on Mm -hmm. and should there be any concern of any nature. Um, we basically expect them to call us immediately so that we can, um, troubleshoot, whatever that may Mm be. Um, so they're, they're really there to have an, you know, a set of eyes on the match in addition to ours. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they're there to coordinate with the big sister or the big brother, um, you know, basically arranging the activities, um, that the match is going to go
1: on. Right. and I hate to say it, but in this day and age, obviously, you have to be safe.
0: Absolutely. You have
1: to be careful. Um, as you're matching up adults who say, yeah, I want to work with kids, what kind of screening process do they go through?
0: Very thorough one. I'm glad you asked. Um, In addition to our two, two and a half hour long interview that gets very um, in depth and involved in terms of motivation and background and life history and and such, um, we check with uh, uh, myriad references from multiple different um, sort of uh, parts of that person's life, Mm -hmm. um, employer, family member, friends, things of that nature, so that we get a, a really broad sense of what this person is like, not just in one aspect of their life, but more holistically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in addition to that, we do a whole host of um, background checks, including getting fingerprints that go through the Department of Justice. Um, so that gets a nationwide um, report in terms okay. of if a person's ever gotten in trouble, not just locally in Colorado, but anywhere. We will be able to find out about that. Um, in addition, though, we also like to get a state-run report through the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, Um, And so that'll that'll return anything that happened locally. Um, We do a driving record check because our mentors are in most of our programs. uh, in charge of driving their, right. their little around to these various activities. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that they're, they're being a safe driver. Um, and then we do a sex offender registry search as well. And that is all done before a person is ever approved for the program. Wonderful. And then once they're in the program, we update those on an annual basis or sooner if if need be.
1: Okay. So it's a lot of work. It
0: is, but it's worth it. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a great program.
1: Yeah, I know. I can tell just your excitement and your passion for it talking to you, which I love. So once somebody decides, um, hey, I want to be a big brother, big sister, how long does that process take from the time they make that phone call to you, going through the background checks, the interviews, all of that?
0: Great question. We, we like to say that we want to make great matches, not necessarily fast matches. Mm-hmm. So there is a, a timeline involved. Um, and it varies person to person, but we can get you in the door quickly through our orientation and through our interview process. And then it's just a matter of waiting for background checks to come back. And depending on the state of the federal government, um, that can sometimes dictate if it's a, a quick process or if it takes a few, few extra weeks to get all those different, um, you know, background checks back. And so getting approved for the program, I would say on average takes, you know, four to five weeks okay. uh, for a person. Um, but then after that, that's when the, the real process begins. That's when we start looking for a potential little for a uh, for a mentor. Mm-hmm. And depending on a person's preferences on, on who they want to work with, it can be a fast thing or it can take a while. Um, and and I've seen people get matched within a day of being approved, but I've also seen people wait many, many months mm. um, just due to a variety of circumstances um, as to why it might take that long. But we also will keep people um, updated on their status as okay. we are searching.
1: So as you're, as you're, you're searching and you're putting together in the match, we probably should start with some basic requirements. Sure. What is the minimum age for a big brother, big sister? Great
0: question. It's 21 years of age. And okay. that, that pertains to our three different programs here in, in Denver.
1: What are the three programs?
0: We have our traditional community program, and that is the one that we are known for. Um, it's where the mentor and the mentee go out into town and kind of do their, their own thing. Um, uh, it's very not structured. Um, we have a sports buddies program that is a um, it's also one to one. So it's one you know mentor matched with one mentee, um, but it's in a group setting. Uh, where, where a bunch of these matches get together and they're doing a group activity that's facilitated by our staff. And so that's really, really fun you know for mm-hmm. folks who, who want to be social and meet other matches. It's a great opportunity. And because it is sports focused, it's, it's really great for active folks mm-hmm. um, who have that interest. And then we have our, our newest program. It's called Mentor 2.0. And that is a, a really unique um, program. Um, it's a technology-enhanced school-based mentoring program that pairs all students at a school starting in their sophomore year uh, with a college-educated mentor for four years. And so the goal of the Mentor 2.0 program is to get these students um, to graduation and, and coming up with a plan for Post-secondary.
1: Okay, so you're really kind of showing them, hey, here's somebody who graduated from high school, sure. and here's what they're doing.
0: In in fact, um, our mentors in that program actually need to um, be um, college educated or have a certificate um, in, in something beyond high school itself, um, just to show um, those students what's out there.
1: Okay, so let's talk now. We talked a lot about the bigs, but what about the littles? For parents listening right now who have a child that they think, man, I think they would be a great fit in this program. Um, First off, what what kind of requirements are there age-wise and everything else for a little brother and a little sister? Sure. Um,
0: so in that case, um, we, we start basically enrollment at nine years old. Um, and kids can be in our program up until the time they're 18 um, or graduate from high school, whichever comes kind of second. Um, we, we start kind of at the nine years old age range because we, we tend to find that that's when um, you know, littles are the most receptive to to this relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, once they get into the, the teenage years, it's a little bit harder to start the mentoring relationship. Um, uh, but if somebody's paired up as, as a nine or 10 year old and they stay with their same mentor, they can be uh, in the program until, again, they're 18 or graduate.
1: That's wonderful. And then they're an adult and they can continue the relationship if they want, I would assume.
0: That often does happen. Absolutely. And and we hear some great stories from time to time of people who have known each other for decades Mm -hmm. and they will come back. Where they're both adults at this point, and they'll knock on our they'll knock on our office door and just say, "Hey, we wanted to say hi. We met in your program back in the '60s or in the '70s."
1: How Um, cool is that? Yeah, it's really
0: neat. And we get letters all the time about that sort of thing as well.
1: I was gonna say, what are some of those heartwarming stories? Because these relationships have got to make a big difference in both the lives.
0: Oh, absolutely. We hear it from the mentors all the time that they get as much out of this program as they think their their little does. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we hear that aspect of it. And I would say it's those those really um, you know long term matches that that resonate with me the most um because they they came into this program as strangers and there's it's like any relationship there's a lot of trepidation i think um on both the part of the little and the big when they first meet but you know through our our support from the agency and whatnot um these these matches will then um you know grow and progress and evolve to a point where they are almost self-sustaining honestly um and then when they become adults they, they truly are on their own at that point and they stay in touch. So that's great. Mm -hmm. We also hear just lots and lots of stories of short-term matches, um, where maybe that, that, that duration isn't there, but the impact is, is nonetheless fantastic. And, um, it's, it's a, you know, the story of a child who just needs somebody to listen to them because a lot of the kids in our program, um, come from families where, um, it's just really busy and, mm-hmm. and they may not necessarily get that focused attention um, on a consistent basis. Not that there, you know, isn't a caring adult in their life, but the reality of life is that's, you know, you can't always be the center, but in this program, you can two right. or four times a month. They are there with their mentor um, for a few hours at a time. And it's just the two of them hanging out, doing things that they like together. And, and and that is invaluable, in my opinion.
1: And that's probably, you know, as you were talking about that positive adult interaction. The child's getting the attention, somebody to listen to them, so they're like, I see and feel heard, and I matter, and all those things I think that we all want in life.
0: Indeed, indeed. And and so I think that's, uh, in a nutshell, one of the greatest things our program can provide for these kids is just that that consistent adult role model um, and that one-to-one time.
1: So for somebody who's looking to join Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Colorado, what is the need like right now to be a big?
0: I'd say the biggest thing uh, in terms of our volunteer need would be in our Sports Buddies program. Um, and so if people are interested in getting involved, um, they can go to our website, which is www.biglittlecolorado.org. And at that point, they can learn about all of our offerings, um, mm-hmm. including the Sports Buddies program. Um and, in, and read about the different varying requirements. We talked a little bit about age. There's a couple other things that, that I didn't go into, but you can learn about it on the web. Um, and there's a link to apply to our programs at that point as well.
1: Okay, so sports buddies, and you're looking for men and women?
0: Yes, it is uh, men and women. It's predominantly guys, I feel. And it's, a you know, one of the reasons why we created that program is mm-hmm. because we knew there were a lot of men interested in sports. And they also tended to be a little bit um, wary of doing uh, our traditional program. Okay. Um, and so it was a kind of a better entry point for a lot of the guys um, to be able to come to a uh, an activity that's supported by our staff where there's other matches. Okay And okay. so yeah, they love it.
1: So it's still that one-on-one relationship with the child, but yet instead of going out and doing the one-on-one activities, they gather together for big activities that you all host. That's exactly right. Okay. Just making sure I get that right. You bet. All right. well, thank you so much for being here, Patrick Caldwell, the community engagement manager for Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Colorado thank you for being here. And let's give that website out one more time. You bet.
0: www.biglittlecolorado.org. I'm
1: Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thanks for hanging with us on this Sunday morning.
0: Now we continue with Mile High Magazine.
1: Here's your host, Murphy Houston.